This is intermission. It's a little breather. After reporting on episode six and all the dangers to our kids of being broadcast on the internet all the time, I got spooked. And I want to take a little break to regroup. I personally hate it when podcasts do this, like a highlight reel or they just go dark, which is why we're not just going dark. We will be back next week with a fully reported brand new episode. But this week, I'm turning off my phone. Glynis and I had a short conversation to reflect on why I'm making this choice right now. Hi, Glynis. Hey. Um, one thing about being on these video calls is that I can really see my mask acne really well. Can you see my mask acne? No, my connection is not good. You look like your skin is glowing. Oh, I like that. Like maybe we you're... time traveled back to um, the late 90s when mm. nothing affected our health. Nothing. Literally nothing. nothing. We couldn't in the in the late nineties, we could have inhaled Windex. And try, <laughs> like, do you remember huffing? What was huffing? You like inhaled like like whipped cream canisters? Oh God, I had a friend that did that in the in the restaurant I used to wait tables at when we we're having a long night. Suddenly all of the whipped cream canisters from the dessert bar would disappear. I never huffed, but I wish that I'd once huffed. I had one beer at dinner last night. And I look like the walking dead. I can't even have dessert anymore. And this, we sound like, um, I feel like COVID has given me enormous empathy for old people in so many ways. But um, I can't have dessert anymore. It just really feels like one of those things you hear as a young person and you think, wow, I'll never be like that. Your life sucks. And then one day, one day, you stop being able to sleep. I feel like that should be the title of your next series of essays. I can't have dessert anymore. Oh, God, it's too depressing, though. Who wants to read that? I wouldn't even want to read that. <laughs> Speaking of depressing, our last episode. <laughs> episode six. Episode six fucked me up. Episode six terrified me. Episode six made me convinced that I'm going to turn my kids into Jody Sweeten from Full House. Oh, Jody Sweeten. Right? Or the Corys, both Corys, Haim and Feldman. Oh, I love the Corys. Dream a little dream. My always my favorite Cory movie that no one's ever seen. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. You're wrong. You're wrong. It was licensed to drive. That was not my favorite Cory movie though. But that's the best one. No, Dream a little dream. Licensed to drive. Battle of the Corys. What was that like for you after, you know, putting so much energy into trying to figure out, you know, a career step that makes sense and is sustainable? Because you and I often have conversations and we've been having these conversations for years about as writers, what is sustainable? Like what does a writing career even exist anymore? And how do so but how does it feel to sort of have moved into this world? And then did this feel like a bucket of cold water or a slap in the face? What did it feel like? Yeah, it felt like a donkey punch. Am I allowed to say the word donkey punch? <laughs> Hello, I'm mothers. Not, 
I'm not I'm not going to explain what that means. Also, no one should Google it. But yeah, it felt like shit. I've listened to episode six. And that's why that's why people are hearing this right now. We're we're taking an intermission, mostly because I need a break. I need a breather. I need to I I don't think I, I no longer think that I have a career path as an influencer, mostly because really do you really think that that was enough to push you out? I do. I do. You don't think I there's think... a way to navigate with kids, like a safe space with kids? I say this in the episode. I think that there are a lot of mom influencers who are doing great work, who they do set up boundaries around their kids. They, I think that they are good moms. I'm not, I don't want to call anyone out. I don't think that it is for me. When I brought it up to Nick, Nick's answer was, I'll make you, f- I'll make us fake kids. He's he he wants to Photoshop digital children into our Instagram account because he just he finds something very distasteful about making money off images of our children. I think the comparisons that we ended up making to child stars in episode six scared me. All of the all of the conversations also about how much easier it is to have our your children's data stolen, the fact that pedophiles can pluck your child's pictures off the internet. All of it makes me want to shut down my Instagram, which I can't do because the fact is I'm still an author. I write books and I have podcasts and Instagram is how I tell people I'm making things and doing things. But no, I don't. I don't think it's I no longer think it's sustainable to be an influencer. What was the one thing? What do you think was the the one thing that flipped it for you? What was the thing you heard and that was like, oh, I don't know if I can get past this. Listening to Lou, the child of a former mom blogger and the things that they posted on TikTok, they said they're 26 years old. And they still resent their mother for putting them out there on the internet. And I think all the time, especially about B, something about mothers and daughters, there's so many things that my daughter will probably resent me for or dislike me for just because mother-daughter relationships are so fraught. Like, do I need to give her one more thing? One more thing to resent me for? I can empathize with with worrying more about B. But I also think that is contributing to that is some of your own experience in front with of a mother. camera, which no, not, no, not just with your mother, but your own experience in front of a camera, which we've spoken about, like being a woman in the public eye, it's never a good thing, right? There's, it's always ends badly. We, I mean, we're recording this shortly after the Megan and Harry interview. So, oh. I mean, there's so little reward for women in the public eye that I can really see that being concerned, obviously, for Charlie as well, but that there's an extra level of complication when you are putting your daughter in the public eye and what that would mean 10 or 15 years from now in terms of ideas about self-worth and appearance and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll feel differently. We're recording this literally right before episode six airs and I've listened to it over and over again, trying to edit it, but I need a break. 
I, just, mm -hmm. I need a break. Um, plus, episode se episode seven is also about the dark side of this. It's about how women get trashed mm -hmm. on Instagram and criticized and picked apart. About how conspiracy theories are infiltrating the world of mom influencers. They're actually called QA moms. Oh, jeez. So episode seven is really heavy. Episode six is really heavy, and I'm just, I feel bad because I want to keep delivering content, but I also I I need a little bit of a break this week after finishing up episode six, which weighed on me. Yeah, it, it was a lot. And this, but I will say, doing this podcast and dissecting this world and getting to be a part of this world and the reaction that we're getting about this world has been awesome. It's been extraordinary. As somebody who writes primarily about not having kids or marriage, I'm hearing from people about it. It's really, it's so interesting to me that it's hitting a nerve. I think that's partly timing because we've all been on our screens, as my phone likes to tell me on a weekly basis, significantly more than usual. Um, we've seen a shift, a flattening of what celebrity means. I think, obviously, the pandemic has revealed a lot about what is expected from mothers more than more than fathers in terms of childcare and responsibility and whose careers are being lost in this moment so it doesn't surprise me but it's sort of extraordinary to to see how much of a nerve the podcast has hit because i think when we started it that was not my expectation necessarily going in it seemed interesting and now it seems very integral to this moment and extremely intense and that we're at some sort of pivot almost of how we're thinking about all of these things and you you what you're voicing i think is articulating what a lot of parents a lot of people are thinking about I feel bad. I feel bad because this, because I'm a woman and I feel guilty all of the time. Um, but I think people that listen to this podcast get it. It's a lot of moms, um, women who live, live their lives on the internet and we all need, we need a break. So we're going to finish reporting episode seven, which is another doozy. I'm going to take a step back from trying to be an influencer and maybe your step back, maybe you should take a step off your phone. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, if I yeah. if I can take what we're calling an intermission right now, I want to get off my phone for a week, and I can't get off my phone for a week if we're producing episodes every week. So I actually think it'd be very interesting in the middle of this, as we've been so engrossed in online life and how to how to weave it and direct it in ways that benefit you to really step out of it as like a, a cold dose of what offline life feels like. And remember that we grew up with offline life. So it'd be interesting to remember it and think like, am I idealizing offline life maybe? Or is this actually better? Well, I don't know. I was at, I was at the playground with Charlie the other day. Uh, I went to the playground with my mom friends at five o'clock uh, 
and we decided we were gonna you know have wine and take the kids to the playground except i didn't have any wine in the house i only had white claws and i also didn't have any cups so i was the parent drinking a white claw out of a can on the playground and i decided <laughs> fuck it i don't care uh, but Charlie and B were going down the slide together and it was so cute and I kept taking pictures of it and you know thinking oh well, yeah I'll, I'll I'll post this to Instagram it's so cute everyone should see this and Charlie stood up and pointed a finger in my face I was like no more photos put <gasps> put your phone away I will never be photographed wow how old is he now 3 3 and, three and a half 3 and he, 4 he, he wants you to know that he is three and a half. You better give yeah. him that half or he'll be pissed. I do have a recollection of around age six or seven informing my parents I didn't want my photo taken. But I feel I do think it's happening much younger and I see it happening. That doesn't necessarily surprise me because I've seen kids because it's so comprehensive, right? It's not just at Christmas and Easter and birthdays like it used to be when we were mm -hmm. kids. It no, is. no, it's all, it is all of the time. And yeah. I, you know, I put my phone down and I picked up my white claw and <laughs> I, but it, it was, it was a shock because I was like, he notices, he's noticing the fact that I'm do I'm documenting all this, that my phone's glued to the palm of my hand. And I look, that's why I need a break. I think too, I would just say this, that I, it's, you're feeling it from episode six and also because we're partway through doing episode seven. I think what comes after that, though, is some interesting conversations about where this might go. And I think that's that's useful and interesting to keep in mind because as one of the reasons this feels so overwhelming and dark is because there's currently no um, limits or boundaries or any sort of rules about this and that if one of the outcomes is similar to what you spoke about in terms of protections around child stars, like if there starts to be, if this starts to be dealt with as a, as an official industry, which it is starting to be, which you talk about, or we'll talk about in a future episode, uh, maybe what comes with that are protections and limits that make it more feasible. Well, I will tell you that last night, researching, researching the future of mom influencing, I downloaded TikTok for the first oh, time. <laughs> and I don't, I'm still figuring out if there's anything on TikTok for me, but trying to figure out if there was anything on TikTok for me, I have gone deep into ABBA TikTok. <laughs> I thought we were ABBA TikTok. When I have a TikTok, I'm j I just opened it right now. And so I think that if I know, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm like, all right, if I can figure out how to be a mom influencer on TikTok with the intersection of ABBA. See, there's happiness coming. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. I'm not going to play any more <laughs> ABBA for you. We're not probably... giving Joe. You are not a quitter. I'm not a quitter like Julia Roberts. <laughs> for example, not like Julia Roberts. Just as one example. If we're talking about quitters, I just want to make sure that we're mentioning Julia Roberts. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like... I'm curious once you come back from intermission. Intermission. What, 
Yes. I, when I say that, it makes me think of when my mom went to the movies as a kid and movies were so long, they literally did have an intermission in the middle of the movie. Yeah. Uh, when you come back from intermission I'm, and we get through, I'm curious to know what sticks and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Also, wouldn't it be great if I could just... <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if I could just have an intermission for my life as a mom? If I was like, God, bye, kids. I'm leaving. I'm going to have – it's intermission. Intermission now. Every time I hear like a celebrity wealthy mom talk talk about how – what a joy parenting is. Oh, it's such a delight. I can't – or George Clooney. I can't believe I ever lived that. I'm like, you've got so many staff helping you. You get intermissions all the time. That's mm-hmm. – Mm-hmm. I just want some more intermissions, and I'm taking one this week. And yeah. you know what? We'll see everyone again next week. Should we leave people with ABBA TikTok? Yes. Let me see. Going on the TikTok right ABBA's now. ABBA's only joy. Let's leave with joy. Oh, oh. Look at these girls doing Super Trooper. Can you see? Super Trooper. All right. Bye, guys. Intermission time. We'll see you soon. No, don't worry. I'm not having like a celebrity style breakdown where I'm checking myself into a spa in the Arizona desert. We will be back next week with a full episode and I'm so excited to share it with you. This podcast is reported and hosted by me, Joe Piazza, with a lot of help from Glennis McNichol. Emily Marinoff is our producer. Jackie Huntington helped us compose this episode to put it all together and make it sound gorgeous. And Manga Shatikador is our executive producer. 